Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 (laughs) hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. My name is Mike Mullins, and when I got into work here today at the DDP Radio Megaplex, I pulled into the parking garage, and guess what? The parking garage was full, so I whipped my DDP radio mobile out to the front of this building. I left the keys in the car, tossed it to the valet, said, listen, man, I'm VIP around these spots. Then I climbed (laughs) into the elevator, shot my way up to the top floor, the penthouse suite, and you know what? I am so VIP that my elevator goes all the way up to the top of the floor right now, all the way to the roof. I don't even get to climb to the roof no more. They made the roof accessible for me, and I climbed up that tower. I climbed to the very chippy top of the chippiest, toppiest place in the entire city of Raleigh, North Carolina, and I shot a thunderbolt into the sky that created a thunderstorm in Ontario over the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain that houses my co-host, my good friend, my partner in crime, Crystal Stewart, and she flashed back the quoting quote master symbol and I knew it's on. And when the mega powers get together, the mega powers explode. And here we are, DDP Radio Live. Crystal, how are you? I'm freezing, but I'm good. Um, that intro was brutal. <laughs> oh, my God. How can you be freezing with a fiery intro like that? That should right? instantly um, microwave you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh. How are you? Good, good. Like, you have no idea how little I prepare for these intros. I just kind of do it on the fly here. And so we're cutting down to the, we're just, you know, you and I talking, and, and Katie will say, like, I can start a conversation with anywhere, anybody, anywhere. And it's awesome that I can do that. It's a great social skill to have. But once I get into a conversation, I get oblivious to the world around me. So she'll send me to the store <laughs> for something. And then I'll sit there and talk to the girl at the checkout counter for 30 minutes about some kind of nonsense. And then I'll leave the store forgetting the thing that I was supposed to go there to buy to begin with. So we're sitting here chatting, you and I, and all of a sudden I get the countdown for DDP radio and I'm fumbling with my controls here to try to get things fired up. And I got lost in the moment. So uh, utter chaos as usual. Right? I mean, it's pretty much for the norm. I mean, this is you run a very loose ship around here. But that being said, before we get into the show this week, 
I just wanted to take the time to congratulate you and your family on the safe arrival of a new addition, and she's beautiful, and congratulations. Oh, what happened? I didn't hear. No one told me about this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it, it's it's not me. It's my brother, my little brother Steve had a, and Mia, his his amazing and way cooler than him wife. I uh, just had a beautiful little girl named Shay Marie Mullins, and she is incredible and she's precious. And I get to go up and meet her in October. I'm going to take a, I think a week at the end of October where I'm going to take a week off yep. from the show, and we're going to go up and and uh, and meet her. And it's pretty awesome. I, it's it's uh, crazy. You know, you never think your baby brother is somebody who's going to have a kid, and uh, he's it's crazy. I'm flies, huh? Yeah, she's beautiful. Oh yeah, she's she's awesome. I can't wait. And uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, you saying that. That was very kind of you. And uh, oh, thank you. Well, another another thing that is very kind of you is you see how awesome am I at these segues? That was perfect. Sorry, I'm going to pat myself on the back there for a second. Speaking of very kind, <laughs> it was very kind of you to do your research and, and check out, you know, we go into the DDPY universe and we're like, who's owning it at the moment? Who's kicking ass? Whose story should be featured? But then there's another layer to it. We have had a ton of guests on DDP radio and you're like, which ones hit? Which stories really inspire people? Which, what do we need to follow up on? Where do we need to go? Who do we need to check in with? And, uh, for the past several months, we've actually been checking in with a lot of people that have been on with us before for a follow-up show. And I know, Crystal, you are, do a lot of work uh, trying to pull these together, and you pull together some amazing stories, some amazing follow-ups. And this week, you know, I don't mean to put the pressure on you, but you've got a little bit of a reputation for picking kick-ass stories to talk about and kick-ass guests to return. And I think that we may have another uh, another awesome episode tonight. So the pressure's on there, Crystal. Why don't you tell us yeah. who you back on tonight? So our guest this week is a recap. Um, we just wanted to um, talk with Matthew again and just see how things are going. So um, without further ado, I can't wait to talk to him again because he's such an amazing person. Um, is my friend Matthew Will? I just marveled my words, Matthew Wilner. Um, welcome back to the show, Matthew. Well, thanks for having me back again. I'm so sorry I fumbled your name. I'm so sorry. I don't know what that was, but that's cool. <laughs> so I just Crystal. Yes, Crystal. I just have a quick question for you. So I have to like sure. label these uh, these these shows names and stuff. And how do you spell? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh I'm my so goodness. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just so much I'm for professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was. I think that went out the window at Jump Street. So I think we're good. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back to the show, Matt. How are you, man? I'm doing great. I am doing great. Awesome. I mean, no complaints. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, you know, if if you want to listen to Matthew's story, he was on uh, several months ago. If you go back in the GDP radio archives, which are vast, there's so many cool uh, guests and interviews, everyone from Chris Jericho, Zach Ryder, uh, Edge, uh, just and everybody in the world has done this show now at this point. And I urge you to go back in the archives because there's so many cool stories in there. Um, and if you go back a little ways, Matthew's full story is 
available at the DDP uh, radio uh, archives. But we don't want to get into the whole story, but for the people that are just tuning into it now, give us a quick, quick uh, Cliff Notes update on, on how you got here. Where did you start DDP radio or DDPY, uh, your origin story here, what brought you to the program? Uh, can we Cliff Notes version and then catch people up and then we'll move on from there? I'll try to be as short as I can because it's pretty complex. <laughs> Basically, I had my, my awakening moment on a family vacation back in July of 2019. Um, we went to the zoo, you know, basically I couldn't make it. I only made it a few hours in extreme pain. It was that day I decided I had to make a change. Um, exercise was difficult because my right foot is fused together with three screws. So I basically used that as an excuse. I had foot surgery back in 2013, and that was always my excuse, why I can't lose weight, why I can't get healthy, but that day, July of 2019, is when I enough was enough. It was my enough was enough moment. I decided to do something to get off my ass and do something. And DDPY was really my last resort. And seeing Arthur Borman's video, seeing where he started, he started in the chair. I knew I'd have to start in that similar situation in a chair because it was difficult to do exercise. So... Pretty much that's my origin story. I started July 14, 2019. That's when I downloaded the app, took my first six pictures, and pretty much I've been doing it consistently since that day. So, Matthew, it's really important to um, recognize that you've been living with an excuse. So what was the big switch? Because I know a lot of people fall back on those excuses a lot, me included. Um, what, how did you change the story that you tell yourself? Well, for me, it was having that moment at the zoo where there was actually a man that pulled up next to me around the same age, same body type, in a power chair. And so it dawned on me, like, I'm going to turn out to be just like this guy in a few years. And I basically said out loud, I said, F that. I said, I couldn't, I'm not doing that to myself. I'm not doing that to my family. And then that was my first thought, recognizing it. But then I, I'm honestly saying I thought of DDPY. I'm like, I have DDPY because I haven't seen Arthur's video since 2013, since my foot surgery. I knew that was an option for me. I just, decided just to, to do it. And everyone's going to have that moment. You know, I, that's one thing I deal with too is I'm trying, like, I can't go up to someone who I see is like heavy or overweight or in a power chair. Or, I can't go up to them and say, snap out of it. You, you, you can do this. Look at me. Look at my before and afters. I, I get really excited talking to people. I can't do that to people because they've got to want to do this for themselves, you know. But recognizing that, I'm blessed. I recognized it because I ignored it for such a long time. I'm sure there's other things I noticed, you know, other people like, you know, with serious situation like me or in a wheelchair or something, but it never dawned on me until that day that I could end up like that. And it was just getting worse. You know, it's funny um, that excuses have a funny way of being at the time what you think is comfortable yeah, it's really it's really not comfortable, but really in hindsight, I mean, when you look back, you just get comfortable with being stuck. Yes, you accept being stuck. Yeah, you yeah. 
I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it, it, you gotta, I mean, for me, I look my, well, I look myself in the mirror when I first started and I said, well, after I did my first chair workout, I finished up, I, I went to the bathroom, I looked myself in the mirror and I said, you could do this. This is something you can do. I took a hard look at myself and said, you can do this, you know? And then there was a moment before that, before I started where, when I was just about to start, where I said, stop making excuses, stop lying to yourself, stop bullshitting yourself. Yeah. Because you're only hurting yourself. And for me, it was tough because I was hurting my wife and my kids in the process. And as a father, I put my kids kids first and my wife first ahead of my own happiness. But for me, I'm learned now, almost over two years later, me being happy makes everyone around me happy. If I'm more pleasant to be, you know, more pleasant, I'm more pleasant to be around. And they love the new version of me. That alone is worth it. And that alone is something you can't explain to somebody because everyone has their own situations. But I'm just telling you right now, anyone, you're worth it and it's worth it. It's worth the hard work. Believe me. It's hard to, I try to explain how good I feel. And they've got to experience themselves to see how good they're going to feel about themselves. It lifts you up. It lifts everyone around you up. It's, it's an amazing feeling. So, yeah. Matthew, is this one of the things, sorry, Mike, is this, does this sentence make sense to you, that you didn't realize how bad you felt until you started feeling good? Yes, yeah, it's true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. And you think yeah. you're okay, you think you're okay, and you're not okay. And it's sad because it's all in your head. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the, the thing about your, uh, you know, you mentioned comfort earlier. And we stay in our comfort zone because it's comfortable. You know, I don't want to work out. It's too hard to work out. I don't want to eat healthy. It's hard to, work, to eat healthy. And your comfort zone is really, really comfortable until it's not. And then that's the problem is you realize once it's not comfortable anymore. And a lot of times you've swum so far from land that you don't know how to find it again. You've comforted yourself into a corner and now that you're not comfortable. There's no help or, or lifeline anywhere nearby. It's, it's real hits at once. And you just feel stuck. You feel like there's no way out. And then you just, it, it can get you deeper and deeper, or you can just decide to crawl out of that hole and, and then make, you know, changes. Like I'm going to go back to my, my journey. I didn't change drastically. I didn't start DDPY on a Sunday and change my nutrition that Monday or, you know, do five, you know, do two workouts the next day. I slowly eased into this. I made it a lifestyle. I made it fit into my life. It took me six months to start eating better. I got rid of the bad and replaced with good. And I, you know, it takes time. And that's one thing people need to understand is we've got to be patient with ourselves and more important to be patient with the process because it's going to take time. We live in a society where we want things right away. We get fast food. We get this. We want results right away as well. We can't. You got to get rid of that mindset. You got to look at this as a lifestyle, and you're. It's not perfect either. That's one thing too. Like, if you see my progress six before and after, there was a lot of hell I had to go through to get to that after. It wasn't a picnic. It wasn't. It wasn't easy to do that. There was hard days, and there still are tough days. I still Matthew. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it worth it? One hundred percent, one thousand percent worth it. There you go. 
And that's that's the big lie too. Is is you know so many people you know look at every you know gimmick marketing campaign for a weight loss quick fix. The big sell is this is easy. It's an easy fix. It's yeah. an easy way out. And you know people. You know I always tell people on DDPY. I'm like anybody can do it. And sometimes when I say that, people misunderstand anybody can do it with it's easy. And that's not yeah. true. I said anybody can do it, but it takes a lot of hard work, a lot of effort, and a lot of sacrifice to be successful at it. And some people just aren't willing to pay that price. But anything that's not hard to do or takes effort isn't going to be effective, isn't going to be a, a, a long-term solution. Yeah. Well, like people think that they have to work out an hour a day seven days a week to get in shape. When I started in the chair, I did three days a week, you know, and there's days where I don't have time to do a workout or, you know, my longest workout time is 45 minutes to an hour. Sometimes we do a half hour. You don't need to bust your butt in the gym every day to, to be, be healthy, you know, but the DDPY is the half of it. You need to eat better. And I mean, when I say eat better, that means look at what you're eating now and replace the bad with the good and give yourself time to make those adjustments, you know? Matthew, I have an interesting question. So how much of your workouts now or even then um, is physical versus mental? Oh, wow, that's a great question. Right? At first it was more mental because you worry about doing it right or can I can I do this but in a chair let's go back to the comfort zone in a chair I felt comfortable like I can right. do this but then the crazy thing is I can't tell you when I came out of the chair I just all of a sudden decided to I think halfway through a workout I think I just got rid of the chair and then you just slowly you know the mental I guess starts mental then it becomes physical and then but once you're able to, like, do certain things and you have breakthrough moments, it's like a huge rush, and you just want more. You just, that makes you want to keep going more and more. Like, wow, look what I can do now. And I videotape different, different moves I've done, you know, and take pictures of different moves I've done. That's really important, too, for people to do, you know. So you can see that, that progress. Even though you think you're not progressing, that video or that picture is going to really show your progress. And it's going to help you keep going. So what's your favorite thing that you've accomplished so far? As far as DDPY workouts? Yeah. Well, honestly, being able to do push-ups, because of my foot being fused together, I was always hesitant about doing a push-up. You know, I was like, I can't put all this weight on my foot. You know what I'm saying? And it took me like a year and a half to do a push-up and I finally built up enough courage to do a push-up and that was like a big that was a huge accomplishment for me way to go and even though I wasn't able to do a push-up for a year and a half I was still progressing you know what I'm saying even though I was doing it on my knees I was still progressing and I still modify certain moves because of my foot but that's okay this program was built around modifications and so anyone could do this Yep. 
Oh, that's, I mean, really well said. And um, I, I love the way you described it, too. You know, you started out in a chair, and what made you, you couldn't remember what it was that made you, you know, stand up and, 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 and try, try that kind of workout. But you, in the process, you get to lo- know your body. And at a certain point, you just stood up and went for it. And there's no guarantee that that's going to end well at that moment. You could fall on your face. You could fall on your ass. You know, you don't know how that's going to go, but you eventually get enough confidence in yourself and in your body to know where you're at. And you're just like, well, I'm going to try this this way now. Let's see how this goes. And it's such a cool thing with the DDPY program is you get those moments where you're like, this could go good, this could go badly, but I'm trying it. And there's things that you can do tomorrow that you couldn't do today. And that, that, that's like a visual representation of progress right there. If, if there's ever been a definition of it, something I could do today that I couldn't do yesterday. And it's a beautiful discovery process. That's my favorite uh, line that Arthur Borman says in his video. Just because I can't do it today doesn't mean I won't be able to do it yep. tomorrow. Yep. I love that line. That's my favorite. I've watched that video so many times. <laughs> You know what? He's one of the most humble people I've ever met in my life. Oh, I'd love to meet him. That'd be awesome. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. People still question whether he's real or not. And to stand in front of him is like, he's he's such a cool cat. And he's so, he hasn't let a, a smidge of this attention get to his head. In fact, he doesn't nope. understand what the big deal is. He's, he's an amazing right. guy. I love it. I love that. Oh man! Yeah, for sure. And and if you want to get a a private conversation with Arthur, talk '80s horror movies, and he'll be on the line for an hour because he loves oh, that yeah? kind of stuff. We, he's a he's a oh, great yeah. conversation once you get him going. So he's a shy guy, but man, that guy's inspiring. And and a guy that you know, a, a couple years ago, he showed up at the performance center and he had gained a little bit of weight, Breck. And he really acknowledges that he's not some perfect specimen. And he's gotten down again, and he's gotten up. He's a human being with all the same problems and insecurities that all of us have, and he's just a guy that keeps getting up and, and keeps moving forward and will fall oh, yeah. and get up and try again. That's what this is about. Life, that's what you got to do, you know? Right, and I think, I think it's important to mention, that, you know, it's okay to be you. In every faucet of every situation that you find yourself in, it's like we're all the same, but we're all different. If that makes any sense, we're all you know. Yep. We have a goal in mind, but we can't expect to take to take the same path to get there because we're all you know we're all starting at a different point. We're all different ways, but that's what I like about the Facebook community is everyone has the same common goal, you know, and that's fantastic. And we're all real people trying to get to that goal, you know? Yeah, we all start oh, at the beginning. No, that's that's what the goal for this show was when DDP first started it, is he said, you know, he wants somebody who has, you know, who can listen to point of views of so many different in the community. The show is based for the community. I've said this a million times, but there's somebody out there that's going to take something from your story tonight. And it may not be everybody, but something, someone will. And they're going to think there's no way nobody knows anyone can feel what I'm going through right now. And to hear that and pick little pieces from everyone's story and, and, and it relate to people. You know, the number one thing is relatability. Sometimes you think you're the only person in the world dealing with this. And then you hear, Oh man, I relate to that. I get what he's talking about. I feel him. And you feel like you're part of something bigger. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. I, that's what I love about this. Yes, 100%. Uh, so, so, Matthew, uh, real quick, what was your total uh, losses uh, for the program so far? You know, I know you have a before and after picture, but uh, what was your total weight loss through GDPY? So I started July 2019. So July 2021, I met my final weight loss goal. To weigh Good under a hundred, to weigh under a hundred and ninety pounds. As of, uh, I think I weighed myself a few days ago. I was one eighty-five point six, so I'm down wow. hundred and forty-seven pounds. Oh man, that's, <laughs> that's amazing! So awesome. But one thing, <laughs> wow. I want, one thing I want to add to that is, when I first started, I didn't. Say, I started at three hundred thirty-two pounds. I didn't say, I want to lose hundred and forty-seven pounds. In a year, I never said that. I made a goal on the app to go to my first goal weight was to get to 250. It was obtainable, a SmackDown goal. It was, you know, achievable, maintainable. I was able to do that. It was a realistic goal. That's one thing I want to emphasize is make your your goal realistic and something you can actually reach. Because I'm telling you right now, if I would have said I want to lose 147 pounds, there's no way. It would be too much of a st- mental strain on myself, and I would have put too much pressure on myself. If that makes sense, you know. I no, met that sure. goal. I met the 250 goal last September. So then I set another goal with 230, and then another goal. I think to 220, and then a goal to 200, and my final was 190. So those little, you know, I just that's the way I. I think everyone should do that, you know. That's the best way, in my in my opinion. Just set those small goals and and celebrate the shit out of your goals when you reach that goal on you know on the scale. So you know you got to celebrate. Yeah, Thank that you. that's no, oh, that's amazing. You know, we, I, I old friend Russ uh, the Chuba Geek. He he was here when I first came in here. Russell Wright. Um, he uh, he's been a long time GDPY, and there was some times you know where he struggled, and, and he won't mind me saying this. I talked to him regularly, and he said this on the air before, but he'd get so frustrated when he gained a little bit of weight back that he'd be like, "I'm gonna gain, I'm gonna lose 40 pounds in in one month or something like that." Which, yeah, it's possible, but he wouldn't hit it, and then he'd realize he wouldn't hit it halfway through, and he'd get so frustrated and dejected. And I said to him, I said, "Man, set a goal." you can hit set a small goal because that's going to build your confidence more than making this desperate goal that you're going to fall short of. And it's just going to further bang on your soul. And, and you start collecting a few of those smaller victories and smaller goals and they start adding up. And, and I promise you're going to start feeling some confidence. You're going to start feeling, you know, invincible. You're going to be like, I'm going to try this one now. That's how you build it. You know, sometimes out of desperation, we just put ourselves in situations that are going to be bad for us, but we think it's a Hail Mary that's going to fix us. And, and, and ultimately is going to lead to more just self-doubt and struggle. I mean, I really, Go ahead. Go Sorry. No, I was just going to say, when I first started all of this, I remember personally, I had to really square with myself. Was I concentrating on the achievement of gold sticker or was I concentrating on the effort? And it really changed how I thought about how I was going about things. Oh, that's a great perspective right there. Yeah. That's great. Just concentrating, just the effort, meaning just 
do the workout or eat the right thing and you'll get to your goal. Yeah, that's great. That's a great perspective there. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what Very I was going to so. say is uh, in the past, like if I went on a diet or whatever and I set a goal to lose 100 pounds, I'm basically setting myself up to fail. And then once you fail, then you just give up. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a vicious circle. It's, you're just torturing yourself with that, you know? That's why this time around I set that smaller goal. I mean, 332 to 250, that's a pretty sizable goal, but it seems within reach. With, I, I think, you know, I felt like I could achieve that. And that's one thing to remember when you're setting goals. Like, it's possible to achieve, you know? Don't put it out of reach. Uh, very uh, right. very well said. And you, you, you you put it real uh, sorry Crystal real quick um, no. you put it uh, in a first, in a way that um, I was going to say oh uh, sorry um, if you do hit a goal you know sometimes you said you quit you know well, you'll walk away after this and it's really detrimental but if you set a goal for losing forty pounds and you still lost twenty pounds you still lost twenty pounds like sometimes we look at that yep. as a defeat instead of readjusting our goals and readjusting our priorities, which is something we should be willing to do in our, all of our lives. You know, I wanted to be like a, a Ninja Turtle when I was a little kid and I could say my childhood dream was to be a Ninja Turtle. But when I got 20 year old, uh, there wasn't many jobs available for Ninja Turtles. So you have to kind of readjust your goals and that's not a failure. That's just life. And if you're hit 20 yep. pounds, you didn't hit your 40 pound loss. Who cares? You lost 20 pounds. Adjust your goal. And I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, that's such a great perspective, though. Yeah. They think, or if they're close, and they, they just don't think, oh, I, I failed. Like you said, you didn't fail. You know, you still lost some weight. Be proud of that. And that's one thing we're so hard on ourselves when it comes to that stuff. But goal setting is such an important thing to learn. And it's a hard thing to learn for most people. That's why they fail, I think. You know, it's it's weird. I'm sitting back listening to this. And if your goal was to say you wrote it down and your goal was to lose 10 pounds, if you only lost eight, what do, what do you do? Like, do, you don't throw the entire effort right out the window and stop trying. You celebrate that you made the eight pounds. You're mindful that... Yeah. You know, maybe you need to tweak a couple of things and you need to try maybe a little bit harder, but that's okay. That's okay. I've got a great analogy. My wife, Amy, uh, showed me one day, or she told me about, when you, if you broke the screen on your phone, would you, let's, say, let's say it fell on the ground and it cracked. Would you continue to break it or leave it alone? Is that right? Is that, I don't know if I'm explaining it the right way. So you, you, let's say that's like you stumbled in your nutrition. But that's the crack. Would you just continue to stumble and just give up? It's the same analogy. If that's making any sense, Amy put it better. I'm kind of bad at that. But, you know, like no, you damage something. So do you continue just to damage it and crush it? Or do you just be delicate with it and take a step back and, and baby it? The same thing with nutrition or, or workouts or whatever. I butchered that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's the same no. thing. You know, you have a flat tire on your car and, yes, yes. That's about you it. know, then suddenly, you know, your car won't go anywhere. So what do you do? You fix the tire, right? You don't slash the other three. Exactly. Or you don't keep driving to totally destroy the rim. That's, that's better. 
you're better at that than me. Good job. Good save. Is that is that is that why my is that why I have sparks coming out every time I go for a ride? Maybe I should look into that. Yeah, I was thinking that before. Oh my god. <laughs> I pull over. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you touched on a really good point, and I'd like to hit that for a second because I think that's something that we can explore. You know, we live in a culture where, you know, we're constantly celebrating, in, uh, you know, people who have achieved their lifelong dream. We hear that all the time. It was my lifelong dream to do this. And I think that's incredible if that's what you're up for. But when we're young, we're kind of uh, required to kind of pick our spot, like a pick our dream. Like, I'm going to be a NASCAR driver. I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be a baseball player or whatever. And, you know, sometimes we almost feel like less than if we don't hit that big goal we set for ourselves, not knowing anything about ourselves in elementary school. I think that's a great analogy for, like, everything. I think that's really important to check in with yourself because, especially in a weight loss situation, when you lose weight, you change as a person. You realize who you are. You realize who you're not. And you're not going to have the same goals at the end of your, you know, in the middle of your long changing session as you are at the beginning. And I think it's more than valid to be constantly checking in with yourself and say, the thing I want today the same as what I wanted three days ago or, or a month ago, because you change and, and your personality changes, your confidence changes, and what you wanted at the beginning may no longer be what you want now. And I think it's really valid to keep checking in with yourself. Oh, yes, 100%. Yes. And it's okay to change your plans. Just because you wrote something in ink doesn't mean that you can't change it. Exactly. That's a that's a that's a guide. That's a, that's a tent pole. You, yes. you, 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 that's what got you on the road. But now you're on the road. Take it as DDP says. It's always someplace else to take it. I mean, right. It's not and a I mean, line either. It's not linear. There's ups and downs. There's we. Right. It's, it's not straight. Uh, you know, there to there. There's a lot of things in between that you need to consider and give yourself a break about. You know, and take a and, step back and give yourself a break and stop being so hard on yourself. If you do happen to stumble or fall, we all do it, everyone. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I get, you know, the point that I always revert back to is DDP yoga is not about the size of your ass. It is, exactly. however, about, right? It's about getting your head out of it. Oh, yes, I love that one. You said it last time, so I love that quote. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's and, and, something that I always revert back to, and it's true. And, and for the record, I haven't figured out how the person in that analogy got their head off their ass, and I want to clarify that that is not a DDPY, <laughs> uh, that is not a DDPY <laughs> position that we endorse. It is for oh. metaphorical person purposes only. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I want to get. Can I get back? I want to get back to the goal setting part because, sure. um, well, basically, I think I told you guys last time I'm getting, I'm seeking my DDPY level one certification. So yeah, I decided. So in January, I work at a community college here in Vegas. I'm Jan. I decided to take a health, wellness, and uh, weight control class at the college. It was an online class. So I set a goal. I got the, got out the SmackDown form. I set a goal to get an A in the class. Now, granted, the last time I went to college was I was 18 years old. I enrolled in English 101, 
and I think I went to like four classes and dropped out. So we're not exactly mm-hmm. talking about a genius here, okay? So going back, I started this class. I read the first chapter, and I was like, oh, crap, I'm in deep, I'm in deep duty right now. What did I just read? So I read it again. I took my first quiz, and I bombed it. Now, I could have given up right there, but the things I learned with DDPY and losing the weight, you know, I told myself I have to figure out a way. So long story short, I read the chapters two or three times. I highlighted everything. I took notes. I went the extra mile. We had to take quizzes and exams. And it was really time-consuming and I, and whatever. The end of the day, I earned an A in that class. I just Good job. To show that. I, but I'm Congrats, telling you right man. now, it was hard. It was probably harder than losing the weight at, at times. I'm like, I can't do this. But I'm like, I can do this. But just to go back to the confidence, I had confidence. I said, I know if I, could, if I do this, this, and this, I can get an A, you know. And be, me being a father, I tell my kids to get good grades in school, so I really had a lot to measure up to. And my, actually, my older daughter actually helped me with the homework and stuff or helped me how to, how to load the papers and stuff. So just wanted to put that out there. That was my non-scale victory. That was a huge one for me this year, getting an A in that class. And I learned so much in that class, and I was so interested in the subject. That kind of helped me get that A. But, again, I earned that A. I just wanted to throw that out there on the show today. I think that's awesome. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah, that, that's that's incredible. That It's really, uh, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, it's, it's hard going back to school. And because you're out of school for so long, you're in that mode, you know, you're in that mode, you know, K through 12, and then college if you if you're, you know, gone that route. But once you've been out in the real world for a while, and, and it's really hard to go back into that mode, and it's a big transition. So that's a huge deal, man. Congratulations. Yeah, at first I was like, ah, this is, this is nothing. I could do this. And then, like I said, I read that first chapter. I'm like, oh, crap, because it was hard for me to retain information, you know. But I did it, you know. And, again, it's just that discipline and learning the confidence that I gained from losing the weight up to that point really, really helped me. So that, I so, just wanted to share that. Sorry, I have, um, I have a kid who's a science kid, and I distinctly remember – one of those days that she was really struggling with, you know, the things that were on her plate. And I stopped and I looked at her and I said, did you ever stop and think that the universe put difficult things in your path so you know how to overcome them? That's, yes, that's it. And once you overcome right? them, you feel so good about yourself. And the confidence gets sure. you get more boosted, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really very proud of you. Congratulations, ma'am. You. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And, and that kind of, uh, that's a testament to, uh, you know, obviously gave a lot of bit of uh, a good amount of uh, uh, respect to the program in that way, because, you know, we've always said from day one, DDPY isn't just a workout. It's a workout. It's the eating. And more importantly, it's the mental side of things and then the positivity and all the stuff that goes along with it. And, you know, you look at everything that we do, and it's centered towards some kind of positive mindset. And yeah. I've had so many people 
that would say to me, if I never lost a pound, if I never gained an ounce of flexibility, the amount of positivity that I put into my life because of it is worth it alone. And I don't know if I could have made the effort to do some things in my life that I've done since DDPY because it puts me in a place that I'm willing to be open about that stuff. And obviously you had to cross off some mental barriers, you know, being out of school for so long and and taking that up. Uh, that probably a lot of the, the positive and mental aspects of this program definitely would have lended a hand in one of those situations where so much is new and different. I, I would have never taken a class if I wasn't doing DDPY. I would have never taken this class. I would have never attempted to do that. I'm telling you that right now. I'm 40 years really? young. I would have never attempted. It's because of DDPY I decided to do You know, It's just amazing to me because when I first started, if you would have told me, oh, you're going to take a college course in a year or a year and a half, I'd be like, yeah, you're nuts, dude. No way. And I did, and I got an A, and it's just such a huge accomplishment for me. That's huge, man. So Congratulations. Awesome. So, so awesome. since we well, since we talked to you, you know, we, we got about 20 minutes left or so left, but since we talked to you, you know, obviously you've made progress. You're you're doing your workouts. You're doing the certification program. You took those classes. Um, uh, so now you're at a point where you're at, you're below your goal weight. Sometimes when you get below your goal weight or to your goal weight, sometimes a lot of people struggle with finding motivation outside of the scale. Do you have a plan for yourself to keep pushing yourself with non-scale or non-weight loss, uh, motivated things? And, And if you could share some ideas of what you think you might try to do to keep yourself motivated and keep yourself working hard and keeping everything fresh. Really? Really, to be honest, I love DDPY workouts. I love doing it. It's part of my routine. And as far as, like, maintaining my weight, this is the way I'm going to eat for the rest of my life. I never went on a diet. I don't like saying the word diet because it makes me think of I can't eat this and I can't eat that. I always tell them nutrition, but I'm to a point where this is it. This is my life. But the one thing that's really keeping me focused is my certification because I'm working on that, and that's keeping me motivated. And really to rub off on somebody else during the certification, because I'm doing in-person classes, if I can help somebody else and do that lifeline, that's what I'm look, That's what I'm looking forward to next. And I still celebrate myself because I look in the mirror every day, and I'm like, I smile back at the guy looking at me, you know. Before I never, before looking in the mirror, I never looked at myself. I reviewed myself differently. Now I look at myself, I'm like, yes, you did this. I constantly remind myself, and every day is a victory. You know, I don't do too cheesy, but it's, every day is a victory, man. I'm just, I'm just proud. And I walk proud now. I stand up straight and walk, you know, proud of myself. That makes me so happy. Yeah, that, that's that's amazing, man. Congratulations, you deserve uh, that confidence and that pride in yourself. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little dark here for a second. So Uh-oh. at the beginning of this episode, you talked about looking at the mobility chair as your as your future. So you go back to that guy standing there, looking at that mobility chair, and wondering, is this it for me? Is this my? Is this you know? Is this it? This is my last stand. You don't go the DDPY route. Where do you see yourself? Because I think it's important to look at what the option may have been if you didn't make such positive changes in your life. 
I don't know where I would be. I don't know. Really? My, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And it scares the crap out of me. It scares me to think about where I would be. Because, wow, yeah, it was getting, I don't know. I don't want to get too dark, but it was, I wasn't living my life. I was living my life at 10%. I wasn't living, I don't know. Scary. I, it's, I, don't, I never looked, I never thought of that. Wow. So, Matthew, would you, would you sum it up as, so I have life, um, I have a quote wall downstairs in the dungeon, and one of the quotes is, um, have I chosen to live today, or have I chosen to exist? Is this oh, yeah. kind of one of those things? Exactly. Before I yeah. was existing, now I'm living. Right. Sad to say that, but it's sad. It's sad, but it's good because I recognize it. I mean, imagine if right. I wouldn't have recognized the moment. You know what I'm saying? It's and again, there might have been moments before that that I ignored, but for some reason, this day it dawned on me. You know, and thank God it did, and thank God it affected me in the way it did because I needed I'm that. I'm so glad. And that's why I brought that up too, is because we talked at the beginning about comfort and the how in that moment it probably you know it's not easy for a lifetime, but in that moment when you're sitting there looking at that guy, the easiest thing in the world is to just embrace your comfort zone. It would have been the easiest yeah. thing to go home and just do nothing about it. It wouldn't have been long term, yeah. but in that moment, and we're all faced with choices and every one of us has a has a breaking point that got us here and like i gotta try ddpy i gotta give this an effort i give this a shot and i think it's important to look at those moments of of, of truth you know those those moments of change because it would have been easy to make a, a a different choice that day and that choice would have been catastrophic in your life but you didn't and you put in an effort every day and you're a success story because of that choice that you made in that sore, looking at what could have been, and that moment and that choice and that instant changed your life and probably saved your life and saved your family's life in the process because I'm sure they're really glad to have you around right now. They are. Well, like I say, like I was existing, now I'm, I guess I, I was existing before, now I'm present. Now I'm in their lives. I'm more intertwined. Whereas before I was a lump on the couch, now I'm up. I never sit on the couch. I'm always up doing something and making lunches, helping with homework. My daughter's learning how to drive and teaching her how to drive. She's like, oh, I want to go for a drive today. I'm like, okay, let's go. Grab the keys. Whereas before, I'd be sitting on my ass all night. I mean, I'm there. I'm present. And it's a great feeling. That alone, forget the number on the scale. That alone is the payoff for me, being there. And confident I'm going to be there for years to come for my kids. And my grandkids. There's no better sign of love than that to, you know, to show that your kids and your family that they're worth the effort as well. So that's beautiful, man. I love your story, and I appreciate you coming back on and updating us. And I hope you'll come back in the future and, and, and talk to us again because uh, it's a great conversation, and we're glad to have you. I want to. I want. If we have time, I want to talk about one more thing that I accomplished. Okay? Sure. Do we have time. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. On September 12th, two weeks ago, I basically celebrated one year without taking pain medicine. Yay. 
which was that's a huge deal accomplishment for me. And I'm telling you right now, when I first started GDPY, that wasn't on my checklist. Since my foot surgery in 2013, I have always was taking opiates and pain and muscle relaxers to deal with the pain of my foot. And I, and I, the confidence I gained doing GDPY helped me reach that, you know. It was a living hell going through the withdrawals, you know, but I pushed through. And one thing I don't want to say is at first I counted the hours, then I counted the days, then I counted the weeks and months, but now I can count down the years that I've been off pain medicine. And that, that's been my biggest victory with DDPY, uh, above all, because that's I was groomed by my pain management doctor that this was the only way. Keep coming back, keep coming back, and anyone who's taking pain meds, that's not the only way. There's a way you can get off the meds, and I'm proof of that. And that's one message I want to put out there. You can get off these the office medication, and DDPY can help you do that with the nutrition and the workouts. I have three screws in my right foot. I have a bad back. I am not sick. I have I still have knee issues sometimes. Like my back goes out occasionally, but I just keep rebuilding. And this program can help you keep rebuilding. You're going to fall off, and then it's going to help you rebuild. I just wanted to put that out there. Anyone struggling? just a message that you can do this. You can get off those painkillers. Matthew, have you talked to Dallas? To Dallas? Last time I talked to him was last August. I haven't talked to him in a while. He called me a while ago. That's awesome. I'm sure he would just be so thrilled. Congratulations, But again, it's just one of those things that I never thought because in my mind, even when I was doing DDPY, I was still taking the pain meds. Because you're groomed, this is sad, but you're groomed by the pain management doctor to keep taking the medicine. I mean, as a doctor, you got to listen to him. But like I said, last September, I got to a point where I'm like, this is it. Enough is enough. If I keep seeing this guy, he's just going to keep pumping me with meds. I need to get off this right. Yeah. And again, I was scared to be in pain. I was scared of withdrawals, but with I'm telling you right now, I was laying in bed. My legs were shaking. That's the worst part is at night. My legs were shaking. I felt like I was crawling on my own skin. But I'm telling you, I said, if you say you can and you say you can't, you're right. I swear I said yep. that. And I pushed through those tough nights. And every night got easier after that night. And, again, that's why I say now I can count the years down. And that's huge for me. For anybody who's been taking pain meds, you know. And DDPY, imagine where I would be if I wouldn't, when I started DDPY, I'd still be taking pain medicine still, too. You know, it's, it's not a way to, it's not a way to, to live. It's a way to exist, but we don't need to exist that way. We need to live. <laughs> right. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. So, you know, I spend a lot of time in the hospitals and doctors and all kinds of stuff. And I had a moment of reflection when I saw, I walked into a doctor's office and they had all their certificates hanging on the wall. And I thought, you know what, here I am putting my faith into someone that has um, a certificate on the wall, but they don't know me. I know me and I need to invest in me. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing, yeah. the thing I struggled with was my pain manager doctor told me I needed to lose weight for years. Excuse me. Then I started losing the weight. He noticed. He asked what I was doing. I told him DDPY, eating right. And then after a while, he's saying anything about my weight. And I'd go to visit him, and pretty much we'd have a conversation, and here's your script. Yep. And I just had enough was enough. I'm like, okay, am I, what, what the heck's going on here? It just dawned on me the one day, and I drove, I was driving home. I looked myself in the mirror, and I said, I'm done. I said, you can do this. You're done. You know? It's sad, but a lot of doctors are like that, you know? Not every... There's some good doctors, okay, don't get me wrong, but there are also some bad doctors, yeah. you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So I had someone tell me one time that they're not in the habit or they're not in the business of making you healthy. They're in the yeah. business of making you um, dependent on their health. Yes. Sad. And it's so, it's so sad because there's options. There are options out there, you know? Yeah, sure. Wish I could write someone a prescription for DDPY. Right? But I don't know. It's, 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 it's an option. I'm glad I I'm, – I'm grateful I discovered it. I'm grateful I acted on it. I'm grateful I'm here talking about it, you know? Well, it, it almost seems like – you know, I never knew you before, but it almost seems like we're talking about a different person, and we probably are. So I, I commend you for that. That takes a lot of, a lot of courage and a lot of strength and effort to, to follow through with that. And thanks to your, your wife and your kids for sticking with you. And obviously they care about you so much and, you know, obviously are looking out for you. It's so awesome to have somebody on board with you that really truly cares about your interests and cares about your health and what's best for you. So you seem to have a great crew behind you. Follow, but my wife has always been there. This is, I mean, a few months ago I, had, I did an in-person workout and unfortunately, no one showed up, but I saw my wife was there. So what did I do? I taught her. She's my number one student in my classes I teach. She's always there. My uh, biggest that's supporter. That's pretty awesome. Hold on to that and that's her for us, too, because that's invaluable. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, I can't believe uh, the time has flown by so quickly. Um, is there anything you want to uh, put out there, plug a website or a, a Facebook page or anything like that for anybody who wants to try out one of your workouts or get in on one of your classes or your training Not classes? Not really. I'm just doing in-person right now, maybe in the future. Nah, not really. Just anyone. If you get something out of my story, you know, take it and run with it. Anyone hesitant on trying DDPY, please just download the app and give it a try. And be patient with the process and be patient with yourself and you'll be amazed what you can achieve. That's really my message there. It's about That's everyone awesome. right now, not about me. It's about everyone listening and get to get something out of this, which I hope they do. If I touch somebody. Wow. That's beautiful, man. That's Congratulations. Awesome. And, you know, that's the next step uh, with BDPY is everybody who does, you know, well with this and has success and has their lives changed, it's almost impossible not to try to tell other people or, or, or expose other people to the workouts and all that stuff. And once you've had success, it's your kind of uh, obligation to go look at the people coming up and help them along and, and, and show them how things work or show them how positions work and, and the fact that you're going out there going to be teaching and getting certified and all that fun stuff. 
uh, is a great way for you to share what was so helpful for in your life and try to be a, a, a portal for somebody who's willing to or wanting to turn their lives around, which is incredible. Definitely, 100%. That's what it's all about for me for teaching, just to reach somebody. That's what it's Absolutely. all about. Well, I'm sure you, you reached some people today, and, and your story was incredible, and your story was inspiring, and, and I love hearing it. And I hope you'll come back once you get your certification and all that stuff and give us an update on, on all, the, all the stuff going on over there. But congratulations. That's an incredible, incredible story, and we're so happy to have you on here. I can't wait to come back. I love this. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for what you do. Oh. It's, it's fantastic. Thank you well, for thank what you do. Thank you so much, do. man. Uh, Matthew Wilner, everybody. Uh, awesome to have him back. And uh, uh, Crystal, I know it's it's storming where you are and it's storming where I yeah. am. But for some reason, the DDP radio gods and the DDP radio skies uh, made this show go pretty flawless. And uh, we were afraid that we might lose power. But we're good. So before we shoot ourselves in the ass and the lightning bolt hits and shuts me down, I'm going to have you read our quote to the week and uh, we'll get ourselves on out here. And uh, all right, let's do this. Head to the dungeon. Okay. Pull out a good one. So this quote, um, I, I thought of it when I was thinking about Matthew's story. So we are all a little broken, but the last time I checked, broken crayons still color the same way as whole ones do. Hello. Hello. It today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. <laughs> Talk Radio.